Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your June 29th cattle industry headlines, brought to you by Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to protect your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. They do a fantastic job. To check out their schedule, head on over to their website, circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. We're also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. Colt Tritt, he is the owner and operator of 4T Ag. He is a one-man show and he himself ranches, so he understands all the risks that come along with the livestock industry. If your operation is not already enrolled in PRF insurance, now would be a great time to reach out to 4T Ag and get enrolled. And to learn a little bit more about 4T Ag and check out everything they have to offer, head on over to their website, 4TAG.net. That is the number 4TAG.net. Drovers has reported on Monday the Supreme Court denied a petition by RCAF for consideration of its legal challenge of the beef checkoff, effectively ending the case that began four years ago. So back in 2018, RCAF filed a lawsuit against the Montana Beef Council, claiming that checkoff dollars funded private speech rather than government speech. The suit later expanded to include 14 other state beef councils. The, Mon the Montana case was dismissed in January of 2020 when the U.S. District Court of Montana ruled in favor of USDA and the Montana Beef Council. So many thought at this time that it was the end of a three-year legal battle that involved 15 state beef councils. However, RCAF went on to appeal this decision. Through attorneys at Public Justice, RCAF filed a new legal challenge over amendments USDA made to the operation of the Federal Beef Checkoff Program in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia in September of 2020. In this suit, RCAF argued that the government's memoranda of understanding with the state beef, council, state beef councils did not cure constitutional violations in the beef checkoff program. The Ninth District Court of Appeals rejected that argument, and RCAF then saw a different outcome through an appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, and that is what has been denied. So in response to this situation, RCAF put out a press release on Tuesday. So despite the loss of the law of this lawsuit, RCAF CEO Bill Bullard said the cattle organization is grateful for the important reforms they were able to achieve for U.S. cattle producers along the way while this suit was happening. So RCAF now plans to focus on achieving additional reforms through their second lawsuit which alleges USDA violated the law when it entered into agreements with numerous state beef councils to assume control over those councils' messaging. We're also sponsored by Ag Risk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. With the weather being so unstable, there is no better time to look into coverage for your feed crops. Annual forage deadline is right around the corner. With their state-of-the-art technology and second-to-none customer service, you can be confident that your policy is in good hands. Ag-Risk Advisors, risks averted, legacies preserved. So Colin Woodall, we all know him. He is the CEO of NCBA. He has weighed in on RCAF's lawsuit being denied. 
According to Oklahoma Farm Report, uh, Woodall said that this ruling effectively ends yet another RCAF attack on the beef checkoff and prevents the activist attorneys at Public Justice from further diverting checkoff and from further diverting checkoff and beef industry resources. Woodall believes that RCAF and their attorneys have worked to divide our industry and draw attention away from the important job of beef promotion and research. I'd have to say that RCAF probably just shines a light on some of the issues in our industry that a lot of people tend to overlook. In closing, Woodall said RCAF has repeatedly attacked the beef checkoff, engaging lawyers who are closely aligned with extremist animal rights groups like PETA and others in an attempt to further their efforts. It's time that our industry stands up to RCAF and insists that the cattle organization end these attacks on the checkoff and the volunteer cattle producers who direct it. Um, if those statements don't somewhat make you shake your head, uh, hopefully some of the some of the facts I'm about to lay out in front of you and some of the number, numbers I'm about to throw at you will. So for those of you who are unaware, which I'm sure almost everyone out there knows how this works, how the beef checkoff works, um, typically half of each dollar ranchers pay into the checkoff goes to the federal, uh, federal checkoff administrator, and that is the Cattlemen's Beef, beef Board, the CBB. The other half goes to a state checkoff administrator a, uh, called a beef council, so a state beef council which can opt to send some of its portion of the checkoff funds to the NCBA for national promotion projects. This money goes to the Federation of State Beef Councils. The Federation of State Beef Councils is a division of the NCBA that claims to provide a framework for a unified voice for the state councils. So that's how it all breaks down. Not specific how it all breaks down, but a quick Quick little rundown as to how the checkoff dollars are divvied out. So states, um, they send a gob of money to the Federation. In my home state of Nebraska, back in 2021, we sent $1.6 million. Texas, they sent $1.4 Astronomical amounts of money get sent to the Federation. And then that's just that's just a little piece of the pie when it comes to checkoff dollars that NCBA is taking in. So over recent years, on average, uh, cattlemen have paid about forty million dollars into the checkoff annually. That's just on average over, let's say, the last two to three years. That's usually what the checkoff takes in every year. And again, on average, NCBA re receives about twenty-seven million of that. An incredible chunk of change. Incredible. So no wonder, <clears throat> no wonder Woodall is standing up and uh, applauding the fact that RCAF's lawsuit has been denied. Just imagine what his organization would look like if any of those checkoff dollars came to an end. Keep in mind, <clears throat> these checkoff dollars that you and I pay every time we sell cattle, um, those are going to this cattle organization, NCBA, who represents the packers. I believe that we need a beef checkoff. There's no doubt about it. We need to have some program that markets our product. However, the, it, is, it is clear as day that we do not have enough transparency and that our checkoff has become incredibly flawed. It is not right that one organization is taking in that large, that large sum of money, especially when time and time again, they have worked against cattle producers. 
um, there's definitely something wrong with the system. 1011 News out of Grand Island, Nebraska has reported that this past weekend, three semi-trailers full of meat products were stolen in Grand Island, Nebraska. According to the Grand Island Police, between Friday and Sunday, two stolen semi-tractors were used to steal three semi-trailers full of meat. The Nebraska State Patrol later found the two tractors in two of the trailers outside of Grand Island city limits, but the trailers, they were empty. All the beef that was in there, completely gone. The third tractor was later found in Lancaster County. Uh, for those of you that do not live here in Nebraska, Lancaster County is way east. It is Lincoln, Nebraska. And the third trailer, which reportedly, con which reportedly contained almost $233,000 worth of beef from JBS, was still missing according to, uh, excuse me, as of Monday morning. So someone made off with uh, quite a bunch of beef, to say the least. That's all I've got for you guys this morning. I hope everyone is staying cool out there. Again, it is an incredibly, incredibly hot week here in central Nebraska. I will be back tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, for the final update of this week. You guys have yourselves a wonderful Wednesday. I'll catch you later.